Brought to you by P4P Muscle Productions and Entertainment, the number one drug-free athlete sponsorship foundation in the world. Now, I want you to grab a friend, turn the volume up a bit, lean in, and listen to the show where all the athletes want to talk. Fit Talk with Melinda Corsino. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to Fit Talk with Melinda. I am so sorry. Talk about technical difficulties. Way to start off a show. I've been trying to call into my own show for the past five minutes, and every time I call in, it's disconnecting my own call. So I am, uh, I am sorry about that for all of those people who have been waiting for us to start talking and the people, uh, my lovely co-hosts that have already called in and have been sitting here waiting for me. I apologize. <laughs> But I'm excited hey, no about worries. tonight's show. Oh, my God. I am excited about tonight's show because it's the most listened to shows of 2017. And we're uh, co-hosting tonight with P4P Real Talk. I'm so happy they're on. I am, uh, I'm going to skip my introduction for tonight. And I'm going to let uh, – so Desiree is here and so is Kaylin. I can already hear them chatting in the background. I'm going to let them get a quick introduction of themselves since they have been so nice to sit there on hold waiting for me going on guys hey no problem you know what we are all warmed up we're ready to participate we just got finished with our show p4p real talk uh wrapping up our top 10 for 2017 so we're way excited um hey everyone i am desiree fletcher carruthers and i am one half of uh, p4p real talk um another of the uh, p4p muscle family of podcasts A natural bodybuilder, mom of three, and a podcaster, just like Melinda. Um, But with that, I'll hand the show over to uh, Kaylin. Hi. (laughs) Hello, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Kaylin Patterson of the O'Kellen clan. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) People be real South Midwest muscles. In the house. And I say that with such love and affection because I love the Melinda. Yeah, yeah, she does great. She does great things, great things. And well, I'm just happy to be invited to the show and be a part of it. And a little bit about me, natural bodybuilder. Yeah, I can pick some weight up and put it down. I do that. I do that a lot, you know. Yeah. And uh, we basically introduced uh, the unknown to the known, which would be the natural side of things in the bodybuilding. And basically helping people understand how to be fit and still have a life in the process. So passing it back to Melinda. Thank you. I appreciate you guys coming on tonight again. Thank you for dealing with these lovely technical difficulties that we had going on here. And I already think that I have a caller that's on this call that's been very silent. Hello. <laughs> Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. This is Christy. How are you things, everyone? Hello. Uh, so Christy, hello. Hi. I'm just waiting. Thank you. For, thank you. Thank you. I'm going to introduce your show quickly. Uh, thank you mm-hmm. for calling in. I know um, that your lovely co-host has a sick baby right now and mm-hmm. could not make it on the call tonight, so I appreciate you being on. Yeah, for no those problem. listening in, quick introduction and I'm going to let Christy take it away and give us a quick update on what she's been doing. Uh, Mm -hmm. She was the 
we started back a couple years ago when uh, Christy and Danica were pregnant and we did a fit pregnancy show that was actually one of the top shows of 2016. And then we brought them back on in 2017 for the fit post pregnancy show part two. And what do you know, it was the third list, most listened to show in 2017. So big ups to you guys who also have your own podcast uh, champion chat 360. So why don't you give us a little bit of an update? I know you've competed this year. I know Danica did too. So what's been going on and uh, give every listeners an update. Excellent. So uh, I competed again after I, my baby girl Belle is now 15 months old. So I competed roughly a month after she turned a year old at a, in the NPC show as a natural athlete and coming back as a mom. And I am in my thirties, mid thirties and play second in my class. So I was pretty excited about that because I was definitely wondering what this after body, after baby body was going to be like. And it was really awesome to see it come back from what I was on stage, winning a national championship to being pregnant for pretty much a year and then postpartum for a year getting on stage. It's just amazing what the body can do, especially the female body developing a tiny human. Amen to that. Yeah. Uh, I'll give a little quick update about Danica. Danica, yeah, is her, her little girl, Ravenna, is only a month younger than my baby girl. And she did the, a show almost exactly a year after her daughter was born. And she placed third in her competition at a WNBF show. And then she went on to Worlds and placed fifth there as well. So she stayed in the natural organization, but because of the split, she didn't do the IPE because there was no show in our area. And because we're coming off of babies, we really didn't want to leave our babies too much to go out to the Midwest yet. So maybe next year or this year, I guess. Hey, hey, hey we're coming. Doesn't mean that we won't. <laughs> Just saying. And we'll, right now, we'll be ready for you. Literally, we were kind of attached to the nipple. <laughs> what? We were slightly attached to the nipple of a human. So she has another oh, okay. another attached okay. to the boob. So you know that uh, that's funny. This is Desiree, and I'm breaking in, and I'll turn it over to Melinda. But one of our yeah. uh, recent guests from Australia, Tenika Hardiman, um, she talks a lot about you know coming back to competing after having a baby, and her favorite reference was. Um, what is it, Kaylin? Attached to the boob is what she likes to say. <laughs> which, on the boob. Which, there we go, on the boob. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, her story is very similar to yours, and I think it's just a testament to what the human body can do and that, you know, having children is wonderful and beautiful, but it doesn't have to be uh, the end to your body. I mean, the body remembers, the muscle remembers, and it wants to get back to the shape that it was in. Yeah, I definitely noticed a difference in my after body. And now that I'm going into the 2018 year in the season, it's my body is a completely different beast, and I burn so much more. And I joke it's because I'm always bending up and doing little mini deadlifts, picking up toys now. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Desiree, how many kids do you have? I have three. Yeah, I have three, but, you know, I didn't start competing until I was in my late 30s, and my kids were well underway. But, yeah, three, three little, three munchkins. That's amazing. And I think it's a it's a testament to what listeners are interested in hearing about, too, since the pregnancy show, the only two shows that I did with pregnancies, 
and competing where the two most listened, well, top three listened to shows both years that we did them. So I think there's a lot of women out there that are, are curious and, and love to hear the stories of competing, having a child, and then getting back on stage and what that takes and what your experience is. So I appreciate you guys being so candid and sharing all that information with the listeners because they apparently very much liked it, like listening to you guys. Definitely. It's our pleasure. I always joke and say, I didn't know what I didn't know. And that's a very popular thing, but you really don't know until you get into it. Because one reason people don't really talk about it, people are now just talking about it. And especially from the fitness side of it, in the health and fitness side, they're just talking about what it feels like, what it's like to be a fit person going into it, what it's like a fit person coming out of it, what it's like with body image for a fit person, all of the above through pregnancy, after pregnancy, and then what it feels like because there's it's so hard like to describe. I could almost not tell you what it feels like to give birth now where I'm almost like tricked. I'm one of those people that's tricked like, yeah, I could do it again. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Something I haven't experienced yet, but I'm sure it's going to waste me in the next so you definitely helped me when you were talking about all of your experiences with you, but uh, you both look phenomenal, and I did follow your journeys this year, and I and I have to lie, uh, I can see it in the NBF and the world and WBF, so I did see a lot more of parents because I was following those shows pretty closely because I had been on those stages, but it's just awesome. I give it up to you. Uh, you, uh, you know, having up on stage after a year, I, I can't even imagine it. It's just been great to watch you guys throughout your journeys. That's part of the reason why we we talk about it and why we documented the journey and then also the reverse part of it because it's good for people to just have that insight and have that, oh, wait, that's normal? Because there's so many times people don't know what's normal or what's not normal or what they're supposed to feel or not. That's, that's why we like to share. We're oversharers. What can we say? Oversharing well, is never a bad thing. Go ahead. Yeah, and no, I was going to say I think that's important. And Melinda, if it's okay if I jump in here. So we invited our listeners to listen into your show tonight, and we've actually got a question. Um, Deborah is wanting to know, how do you get past the PPD or postpartum depression of pregnancy to want to compete again? Wow, that was a good. That's a good question. For me, my honest question, my honest answer is the goal of actually having something to do with how I got out of postpartum depression because I had, I think I had more during pregnancy depression. I don't think people talk about that really at all either, where I was like, oh my God, my life is about to change. I don't know what's going on. My body's changing. I, didn't, I actually felt really sexy during pregnancy. I know it kind of seems weird, sorry for the dudes, but it did. I felt really sexy during pregnancy, and I liked my body growing. I thought it was an amazing thing, but I also was having these moments where I was kind of breaking down a lot during pregnancy. So after pregnancy, I think I was around the four- to six-month mark is where I started to start feeling like, shoot, I need to get my my stuff together. I need to get my butt in gear because I'm supposed to be someone that's looked up to. I'm supposed to be a a beacon. I'm supposed to be someone that guides the light. 
of this fitness industry for other people, and I didn't feel okay to do it. Like, I didn't want to. I wanted to spend time with her. I wanted to wear my PJ pants. So I started slowly, and it was doing shows that helped me find a place for myself in my life that was the new place that I had, like being mom and being a new mom and being a wife. It was, oh, shows can help me gain a little bit, just an hour a day or so, of having my own time to myself and being me again, quote, unquote. Awesome. Awesome. Um, and if you guys will indulge me, we have one more uh, to ask. Shelly is wanting to know, and I think you kind of touched on this a little bit, but we're going to go ahead and get this question out there. Does self-image suffer more as a competitor after the birth of the baby or as you see yourself losing abs? <laughs> Um, no, I had, I had no problem losing my abs and I'm actually, I've, I've been really known for my waist. My waist is really small. So losing abs for pregnancy wasn't a problem because I actually thought of it as I have strong abs. So maybe you can't see them, but I know they're strong. So that's actually going to help me push this little tiny human out of my body. So that's the way I kind of kept connecting to my abs. And then afterwards, um, it was it was different because I didn't see my abs, but I felt like I just had this extra, I just felt like I was wearing a extra layer of everything over me. So I would be losing weight, and actually I did lose the weight that I needed to to be where I would normally be on stage. But even on stage, I didn't feel as toned as I was. And it was an interesting thing to see the, the body shape differently in the body composition. So that was something I still did struggle through almost the day I stepped on stage. How did I deal with it? <laughs> um, I told myself that I, it was a journey and it wasn't going to be solved in 12 months. It wasn't going to be solved in, you know, it, it was going to take more than what I stepped on stage, which was around that 12 months. It took about 10 months to get her out, like cook her, get her out. So <laughs> I, said, I always reminded myself of that. So I gave myself that leeway. I think today, in social media, I think you see some people who are so either a they stay very lean in their weight during pregnancy, and that's here nor there. It's it's if you go way back to the 50s, I mean, they the doctors only told them to gain 20 pounds. If you go to like the 80s, people were told to gain whatever weight they want, eight for two, even though it's only like eating for like one and a half at most or one and a tenth at most, whatever it is, and. Nowadays, I think it's evened out a little bit where the weight is like, okay, let's gain a healthy amount of weight, and that weight is good to be body fat, but you, you it's not, I don't know, I guess for me, I always realized why I had that weight on me was to grow, sustain a human, and that was the most important thing at that time. All right. Well, I appreciate you calling in, and thank you, Desiree. Please, both of you, feel free to jump in at any time with your own questions or questions that you're receiving from listeners. I love it. That's why we're here to catch up with all these ladies and one gentleman that will be calling in. Again, thank well, you I'm so glad. much for calling in. Wait, yeah. wait, don't leave yet. Don't leave yet. All right. We got one more. I'm sorry. Do you have time? Do you oh, have time? Yeah. Okay, one more, guys. Oh, I do, yeah. All right, all right. But I know we've got other folks that are going to be calling in, too, so. Got to be respectful of that. But here we go. Sheila wants to know, is food an issue during pregnancy or is it just eating right that becomes the focus? 
I think first and foremost, it has to be eating right for knowing that, I kind of touched on, I guess, the last question, uh, knowing that what you need for your metabolism to grow you for your keep your lean body mass, to keep the right fat mass on you, to develop the right fat mass for you for if you choose to do breast milk or just to sustain a healthy baby for your hormones and for the baby development as well. I The way I did it is I took my, my last amount of macros I took in my meal preps, my highest meal prep in my off season, and I added 300 calories, and then I added 500 calories, and I just slowly added the calories in to make sure I was getting enough, and I made sure that my macros were the higher in the fat for most of the time, and then I upped the, the, the carbs as, I, as my fats got almost too high for me to actually eat enough fat. <laughs> so I think that's the important thing is you are an incubator, and you're a scientific experiment. Just like if you're doing a prep, it's the same thing, but now you're prepping a life. <laughs> so you wow, just, you I do, like that. Right? It's true. You're just you're just prepping you and yourself for a life, a, another life, and you need to feel it accordingly. So my baseline is how I did it: is I took my off-season numbers and added 300 to 500 calories right from the start. Some people say you should slowly add it but I knew from my own activity level that I needed to up it there. And then I based off of my, my weight, if it was going up there at the right rate or if it was not going up enough or going up too much, I just adjusted accordingly. And easy things to play with are fats and carbs, keeping your protein at a good steady that feels good for you because especially in your first trimester, I mean, you'll hate me. <laughs> you'll hate everything. <laughs> I, my husband was cooking ground beef one day, and I almost kicked him out of our house because it felt so <laughs> bad to me. <laughs> but do what you can and up those carbs and fats and enjoy your pregnancy and enjoy it smart because I really truly believe nutrition is going to start in the womb. I know I sound kind of like a hippie, but it's going to be good for you in the baby. Yeah. Awesome. That's all I got. All right. <laughs> no, no problem. Thank you. I actually have a small piece called in, so I'm going to leave you of your call in. But thank you so much for catching us up, and I wish you an awesome 2018, and hopefully we catch up soon. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. Is this Crystal by any chance? This is. Hi, how are you? Hello. I'm good. How are you doing? I am good, good, good. Now that I'm over the flu, I'm great. <laughs> oh, my God. So let me uh, – oh, I'm going to quickly introduce you for uh, listeners. Congratulations. Okay. You were actually the number one most listened to show in 2017, which oh, is wow. amazing. That's exciting. Uh, <laughs> it is because you literally did like a 20-minute catch-up show. I think you were at your daughter's softball game or something along those lines. And right. we did a very quick catch-up show, but apparently, and I can understand why, people are very interested in your life You're doing some crazy and amazing things. So this is Crystal Martin for everyone listening in, and she has been on the show before. She was actually one of my first shows ever uh, way back in the day with her husband, and then we did a quick mm-hmm. update show last year. She is a businesswoman, figure competitor, model, wife, mother of four beautiful children, and you have so much going on. I don't even know if I can keep track. You also are a trainer. 
So why don't you give us a quick update of everything you have going on in your life right now? Oh, my gosh. So I, the last time we talked was a couple years ago, and I just, like, I think I just did my first show. I was, I can't remember. It's been a minute. But so much has happened since then. Um, just quick update now. Um, I am, of course, everyone knows, a mother to four, so I'm always constantly running around. I work uh, for one of the biggest oil and gas companies. Um, so I am actually HR for HR, so my clients are HR. So I do that full-time, Monday through Friday. Um, and then I started the CM Lifestyle, which is about two years old. Now it's two years old. And I've grown from maybe like five clients to now over about 60 to 70 clients now online all around the world. Um, and then I do local boot camps twice a week. So I do boot camps on Thursday nights and then Saturday mornings for my local clients and just people who just want to join. And then I also, what else do I do? Oh my gosh. Um, I do personal training for my bikini competitors or my, my competitors just because I want hands on with them. So I do have a local competitors that I train for, uh, train with. And then I also am training myself and I just um, decided about two months ago that I was going to compete again. So I, the last time I competed was a year, over a year ago, and I was um, doing MPC, but now I am doing something more my style just because I'm such a diva, I think, in, when it comes to fashion. So I'm doing um, a show in July, which is with the WBFF. So I'm super excited about that. And this, this go-around has been really fun, I think, because of the fact that I am known as a conditioning person in Katy in our local area. I just like training more that style. So able to maintain a really good, solid, lean look throughout the year just because of that training. So I'm going to, I'm using this training to help me prep for that show with the help of a nutritionist. So just so, cause I need accountability. Everyone needs accountability. So, but yeah, yeah. that's very that's, true. That's so what we're true. doing right now. Or that's what I'm doing. <laughs> and me and Jordan still having date night once a week. <laughs> I think we talked about that last time. That, that so was our time for that, too. that we talked about that. That was, that yeah. was an amazing show too. But First of all, the WBF, I can totally see that being up your alley with all the fashion stuff and getting into the fashion stuff. I've seen a lot of amazing modeling pictures of you lately. Did you do something with Versace? And then just got recently, so, like, contacted yeah, about more so, modeling, taking it more serious? Yeah. What's going on with that? I, it is crazy. Uh, you know, I never understood social media, media how powerful it is just with – you know, just putting my stuff out there. And when I started doing the photo shoots, it was just as a, I'm shy. I didn't really have a lot of confidence. And then when you, of course, when you start looking good and feeling good, you, you do gain confidence. And that's what the CMYFL is about too, because I want to help these clients and my friends build that. And so I even noticed that I was building it myself. So I did my first photo shoot when I was um, going toward my first show a couple of years ago. And, and then just putting those, you know, being raw and just saying, hey, listen, you know, I shared my entire journey. I shared my journey every year. And those pictures just happened just to just, I just get, I don't even know. They started, photographers started reaching out, um, opportunities started coming about. And then I enjoyed it because then I started thinking, hey, this is fun because this is something outside of my comfort zone. And I'm showing the side that I never really did to my prior life before Jordan, because Jordan always makes me feel sexy and confident, and I can wear what I want, but that was just, you know, with us on date nights and stuff. And, of course, I love shopping, and I love putting, like, cheap – I will go shopping at the cheapest store and find the best outfit. And so just with these photo shoots, I was able to 
kind of just roll that out and, like, find outfits for cheap. Like, a lot of people think, oh, my gosh, where did you get that dress? It looks like it was at 200 bucks. I'm like, no, girl, it's like 20 bucks. And I can make <laughs> it look a certain look in photo shoots, and I, that's what I really enjoy about it. So all of these looks are my um, – my creation, and then I go, you know, when a photographer reaches out, I, I, I said, but I want to shoot my way. I don't want to shoot the typical fitness gym look. I don't want to go and be naked and hold my boobs and stick my butt out. I want to shoot very artsy, creative, but, you know, I can still be fit or I can have a softer look, and this is what I want to shoot. And if they like it, they shoot with me, and if they don't, they're like, okay, well, I had some doubts in my world. Okay, you can go on because I'm not going to do that. So it's it's fun, and, and that's what I was doing, and it just kept rolling, and now all these different opportunities are coming, and I have five photo shoots in the next, until April, um, and they keep adding. So it's, uh, I told Jordan, I was like, babe, I'm, I need someone to do my calendar. <laughs> it's like I'm so, but I think working from home right now, because VP flooded um, back with the hurricane. So I'm working from home. This My office is my home right now until our building is up and running. So I'm actually more laid back. I don't feel tense. So then I can add a little bit more to my plate. I don't feel like I'm so structured, you know, with the driving and hour to work, hour back and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's crazy. I just, things happen every, in each month and it's just more exciting and I get more pumped and motivated and it's, it's fun. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. Well, that is awesome. This is Desiree, by the way, from uh, P4P Real Talk. And I just want to say, um, you know, hats off to you. I was just reading a post the other day, and you see a lot of this going around where someone was lamenting, you know, you put out, you know, actual information that someone can use to improve your health, and you might get, you know, 50 likes, and then you get someone that comes out there half-dressed with a booty pop and they get 600 likes. And he was just like, this is the death of fitness. But, you know, I like the fact that you have found your niche and are able to demonstrate um, what a, a very fit, muscular female body looks like without having to, um, you know, make, make, it, make it something sexual. Really, mm-hmm. and that and that I I do appreciate because there is beauty to the muscular body, and there are different ways to portray it. It doesn't always have to be a sports bra and booty shorts, and I get that's part of it. But mm-hmm. you know, a, anymore, it's even less than a sports bra and booty shorts, and that's the. I'm sorry. More at more that point, now. you're not. Yeah, you're not promoting health and wellness or fitness at that no. point. Even if your body is booming, that's just not what it's about. So hats off to that. Um, we do have a question. Lily wants to know where your pictures can be seen um, from these photo shoots that you've been talking about. Okay, so I do have them on my Facebook, and it's Crystal Martin. Um, if if you look up my name, it's, of course, Crystal Martin. And, and then I have on my Instagram, which is um, the underscore CM underscore um, lifestyle. And I post a lot on there, more so um, on my Instagram, just so I don't flood out, you know, Facebook. I mean, of course, I post my pictures on Facebook. There's a lot of them. Um, And then my website. So my website is handled and has been developed and handled by my husband. And so he, after my photo shoots, he's updating now this week because we have some more opportunities coming about. So we're adding more stuff to my website. So he's going to upload my photos on my website, and that's um, www.thecmlifestyle.com. 
Wow, thank you. Awesome. Um, You're welcome. There's, there's one thing I'd like to add, and, you know, I, I think there's some confusion and there's that mis, misconception because there is so much silence silence on the side of the people that should be speaking out. And with you doing what you're doing, you kind of solve a lot of that confusion that's out there because it, it has gone to the extreme. I, I, I just remember seeing the Tide Pod thing about, you know, this is a challenge to do something because so many people are trying to get the attention. They're willing mm-hmm. to go to any extreme to do so. And that's, that's very detrimental to the morality of a, of a nation as well as, as a people. And if our minds are, are forced to that end of the spectrum, then there has to be somebody that can walk us back to uh, rationality and reality and sanity. So, you know, I, I'm just saying thanks for from that aspect. And then also, you know, the fact that you know, people can follow it and not be ashamed to do so is also a nice thing to have. Yes, I totally agree. I And when I started, when my journey back five years ago, even becoming in the fitness, I didn't know what the fitness world involved, and I didn't know what was going to happen or what the people I was going to meet. And I'm inspired by everyone. I mean, there's always someone that I look up to, and I'm like, okay, I can learn this from this person and this from this person. But I also knew, like, I didn't want to be part of the crowd. And mm-hmm. that's exactly. I've always been that way. And, I, and, you know, I told my husband one day, we were talking, and I said, listen, I said, I can do this and still compete. And I might not be looked up to because I might stand out, which is fine with me. But at the same time, it's, it's something that I know that's true. And he, I have to give him big props because even when, because everyone is, I don't care who you are, you always want to feel like you fit in, no matter what you do. Always remind me. He's like, you are crystal. Mar- you're, you're different. You're not like every other competitor. You're not like every other fitness girl. You are different. Remember that. Even if you're by yourself, people are going to know who you are, blah, blah, blah. Not blah, 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 but you know what I'm saying, you know. And I, and I just I couldn't believe it back then. And then now I just look back and I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm so glad that he just stood behind me and, like, pushed me in that direction because it is very easy to get wrapped up in, you know, what others think and then the same thing and, and, and all, you know, so on and so on. But now I just don't, you know, I do my thing. And if you like me, you don't. And you do. If you don't like me, you don't follow me. If I'm doing, And I'm now seeing that people are starting to follow this kind of trend that I'm leading or having. And it feels good. It feels good that. I did this, and I'm. It's who I am, and this is what it's about for me and my family. Yeah, yeah. and, and you got to have an identity in yourself to even begin to go that route because it's not an easy road to take when you have so many people that will try to put you over over the line. You know, for that what I call short money, and it, mm-hmm. it's never successful, and, and it, it it takes away from you, and you, it's hard to be around family. There's a lot of mental damage that happens from taking that road. And, you know, for the people that can stay the course, they do find a way that's beneficial to everyone, not just themselves. Exactly. It's a tough and I, to one of the biggest things before, be strong. Uh, one of the biggest things before um, you kind of go along on your way for the night, but I, the one of the biggest things that I noticed you on is just, how busy you are, but how you make it all work and how positive you are. And I think that's huge because a lot of people's biggest excuse for staying healthy, staying fit, especially with children, is that they don't have time 
Time seems mm-hmm. to be the biggest factor in people's excuses. And you have four children and you work full time and you have all this other stuff going on and you always do it gracefully and positively. And I think that's what drew me to you in the first place. I, I just think that, you know, one of the reasons why you're so successful in everything you're doing is because that's what you exude to people that are looking at you. And that is exactly the target that I, I mean, the audience that I'm targeting and that I want to target. I'm not trying to target any anyone else, but I, I'm trying to target those women that don't have that confidence or feel like they cannot do something. So when I help them create that lifestyle, it's it I you know I customize it for them. It's like okay to have a stay-at-home mom that has five kids and can't get a workout but only once, and it's like at nine o'clock at night. So then we make sure that she can get that in, and this is what you're doing. And for the busy moms, like, I can only, you know, blah, blah, blah. So it's it's one thing after another, but that's why I created the CMI cell because I, out of everyone, know it's hard. And, like, I'm not the typical competitor with, like, one, you know, one kid or zero kids and can, you know, live in the gym three hours at a time. Like, that's not going to happen. So for me, it's there's no excuse. I mean, yeah, we can make excuses. I can sit in bed and say, okay, I'm not getting up. It's too early. I'm tired. I mean, I have those days. But – you know, it is very easy to change that mindset. And so I, that's why I work with the women I do. And I love working with these kind of women because I was once them. And yeah. it, it feels good to help them light that fire within and then them just change their whole mindset. And getting the text, I get texts all day long and they're like, oh, my gosh, I feel so good. I did my work. And I'm on day two. I already feel good. I'm on like a month. And I'm so excited. I'm down 10. It, it's just amazing. And I smile every time I get these texts. I mean, and, yeah, I have the ones that are very needy, and, of course, I'm so busy. It's like, okay, and I have to cater to them, which is fine. Totally understand. Girls, don't fault me for saying this. I'm being true. But I, it is one of those things where they do rely on me, and I have to remind myself, I was them back years ago. And when I was a single mom and I had three kids and I was training for marathons, nobody was helping me. I had no encouragement. I had no one helping me, pushing me forward. So then that just helps me, you know, do what I do even more. Yeah. I appreciate was you that coming a on tonight. Stop talking. <laughs> no, it, was, <laughs> I, it actually worked perfectly with the way everyone called in. Christy was like already on the line when I started the show, and then you called in, and Robbie just called in. So now oh, I'm going nice. to go to him. But it was, okay. it was perfect, perfect timing. Mm. We're not really planning this out perfectly. Definitely it not. Is. It went good. <laughs> It went awesome. So thank you so much for calling in and updating, and I'll be following your You're journey welcome. in 2018. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Robbie. <laughs> What's going on? Thank you for being on hold for a little bit. I appreciate that. Oh, I, I love being on hold. It's one of my favorite things, so it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I figured, and this is this is a perfect intro into Robbie because you are very good at, at selling things, and you just told me that you love being on hold, and that's a perfect segue, right, into the right. business ignition program that was the number right. two listen to show in 2017. This is Robbie uh, Blanchard, and I'm so happy to have two? you on. Only number two. I'm sorry, Crystal was number one. But she's like, if it oh, makes you feel any better, she's like a really hot mom of four and like just a oh, just model, beautiful. Well, so like, I mean, you're you're hot too, Robbie, you? but not as hot as Crystal. If it makes you feel any better. Well, you know, 
you know, I, I, I just work with what I got. You know, that's it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you give us a quick introduction to Robbie and uh, give us an update on what's going on with the business ignition program that you're on the show for. Yeah, so um, so basically, uh, I run. A, so basically, I'm a CrossFit gym owner, and I've been uh, uh, a gym owner for about six years. And uh, during that time, I've been able to build up the business to a pretty good success rate. And uh, I had a lot of box owners uh, reach out to me and just say, "Hey, geez, how are you doing it, Robbie? How are you making this happen? How are you, you know, being so successful and and uh, being able to delegate and not coach all the classes and all this stuff?" And so. Uh, that, it kind of organically grew from there, and so basically I started working with other box owners, kind of helping them grow their business. Uh, so I started that about a year and a half ago. I think it might have even been a year since we talked on the podcast, and uh, uh, it's you know since then where you know I've been able to work with over 120 box owners. Um, a lot of these box owners and gym owners are just are just crushing it. Some of them were when I started with them, they were on the verge of just shutting down; they couldn't afford their rent, um, and now they have. You know, multiple coaches. They're making you know twenty, thirty thousand dollars a month, and uh, in a much better place, in a much better situation. So, uh, so it's been cool. It's been uh, very, very cool to see the the progress that these box owners are making, and and it's awesome too because the more successful those box owners are, the more people they can help in their communities. So, um, it's cool to be like indirectly a part of that. You know, so uh, that's that's kind of where I've been. Yeah. Yeah, and what you have some other stuff going on right now too. You've been speaking at things. <laughs> And doing yeah, other I business speak, things. things. Yeah. So what's, you speak at things and you do other business type things. So what's going on with that? Yeah. So uh, I mean, since we talked, I've, been, I've spoken at a couple different, uh, you know, conferences for um, for CrossFit gym owner type stuff, fitness uh, business type stuff. But my new uh, venture, which is is just going like crazy, it's going like gangbusters, is I uh, just started a Facebook ad agency. So. So basically, I run Facebook ads for businesses, whether it be you know, in the fitness space or just in general. Um, and so I've been doing a lot of uh, talks on Facebook marketing, which has kind of been my bread and butter over the past couple of years, just you know through my own stuff. And um, I guess I've gotten pretty good at it because people want to hear me talk, which is uh, super weird still to think about. Um, but uh, but it's awesome. So I've been doing that, and it's been it's been great working with a lot of businesses now and, and really scaling up that business and. Uh, no, so a lot of a lot of cool things going on right now, and it's just really busy. <laughs> yeah, you are always busy. Desiree and Kaylin, do you have anything going on? Anything you want to add in? No, just you know, hats off to you guys. So glad that you're out there and building up other folks in the industry to help people live a healthier and happier life. So always love to hear that. No, yeah, well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I got a question, and this is from uh, Bill, and he says, how do you sell a person uh, that that really isn't that interesting, but you're trying to make them interesting? In terms of, uh, like, like, a, like, uh, like someone who wants to join a gym? Is that what you mean? Yes. Yeah, so, so here's the thing. So, uh, the best way to do that is you want to uh, find out what their why is. So, so if someone walks into your gym – you know, chances are they had a moment of weakness or something made them walk into it. It wasn't just by chance. So uh, a lot of times when someone walks into my gym, they'll be like, oh, you know what, I just want to look at the prices. I just want to uh, get some information. And that's just all, you know, kind of surface level stuff. And so, you know, the key as a uh, business owner, as a salesperson, is you need to you know, find out what their why is. So, you know, I always just start out with, hey, no, so what made you come in today? Like, you no, know, uh, well, I just want to see what the prices are. Well, 
okay, great, but, like, what are your goals? Like, what are you looking to do? You know, find out what their why is and dig deep into it. And I've had conversations in the past where, you know, people who didn't really seem interested, um, you know, when we first started the conversation, and then, you know, 10 minutes later they just told me that they want to lose weight because, uh, you know, their father died when they were young and, and their grandfather died when their father was young, and they don't want to be the, you know, they don't want to die young when their kid grows up. So, you know, it's, it's, it's all about finding out what someone's why is and then being able to, uh, you know, kind of hit those pain points and then being able to, you know, kind of be the doctor and say, hey, you know, I have the prescription for your for what's uh, going on with you. So that's really the, the big thing. Um, it's just, you know, getting past the surface level stuff and finding out what their big why is. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I am always following you, and you're so good at Facebook ads, Robbie, that your Facebook ads come up in my mini feed all the time. So, uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm constantly knowing what you're doing and what you have going on. And uh, it was funny, a couple days ago, some two-year or three or some, one of those marks that come up in Facebook now, like two years ago on this day, and it was the, the <laughs> workout video that we did together, and I was just laughing. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, that was a fun time to shoot it was that. So, <laughs> oh, my God. All the jokes yeah, going on great. there. That was hilarious. We had a good time. I know. But thank you. I appreciate you taking time out of your crazy, busy schedule to call in. Yeah, absolutely. Us. Yeah, for sure. And if there's anything I can do to, to make it to number one in 2018, let me know because I'm all in on that. <laughs> we'll we'll do something. We'll do another business show. Maybe we can do a show on Facebook ads since that's a completely different topic oh, that we to. haven't really touched on. And yeah, since you're speaking, right, and everyone wants to hear yeah. you talk about it, you can talk about it more. Yeah, absolutely. And I work with uh, you know quite a few pretty well-known people in the fitness space in terms of their ads and you know some influencers and, and stuff and on Facebook and Instagram. So. Uh, I can't really say their names uh, just because they're my clients, but I'd be happy to, you know, kind of share some insights on on what's going on there and what works, especially if you're, you know, looking to break into, um, you know, having your own online business, you know, whether it be fitness or or supplements or whatever it may be. So, uh, yeah, I would love to do that. Yeah, let's do that. Definitely setting that up. You'll be expecting a message from me in the next couple of days. That's awesome. Okay, well, yeah. Awesome. I'm tuning in. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll be listening. Awesome. That's a hot topic right now. That's like the way to go. No, awesome. Thank you again. I really appreciate you calling in and uh, have a good rest of the night. All right. You guys as well. Thanks for having me on and uh, I'll talk to you later. All right. Talk to you later. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Are Are we getting ready to take another call? No, we have no more calls. Okay. Because. Oh, my gosh. Well, those are all three awesome shows, but I've been sitting on this question that's for you (laughs) that that one of our listeners has. And so, Melinda, Carl wants to know if you're still powerlifting and if you have any plans to compete in bodybuilding anymore. Interesting. You said Carl? Carl, yes. Carl, Carl, that's an excellent question that you have there because I am actually – getting ready for a show next Saturday for powerlifting. Uh, oh, wow. Which is fun because I'm, I'm currently trying to get my weight down a little bit for that. I, I, I usually weigh in at my weight anyway, but you know, I'm trying to drop a few more pounds, so I'm sitting here chugging water because I'm all about uh, the more water in, the more water out. So that's, that's fun. But exactly. Powerlifting, 
for sure, uh, January, end of January, and then I'm looking ahead to possibly do another powerlifting show in uh, powerlifting show, powerlifting competition in April. But I haven't signed up for anything past this one because I'm just not sure of where my life's going to take me at the moment. As far and the reason I'm doing this show is just because I'm not 100% happy with how nationals went. I uh, PR'd my Wilkes score, but I didn't hit the numbers that I really wanted to hit as far as my list goes. So I need a, a second time on the platform to kind of fix my headspace and what went on there. Um, to pump you back up. Pump me back up, exactly, like a confidence builder sort of thing. Uh, it's the first time I've really been unhappy with my performance at a powerlifting meet. Uh, I wouldn't say I did terribly. I just I wasn't I wasn't happy with myself. So going to make up for that hopefully in the next couple of weeks. Um, as far as bodybuilding goes, I have not thought about that. It's not even on my radar. I did love competing. I just don't like competing in figure. For me, it's just not fun. I love watching figure competitors. I think they look amazing. I just yeah, It's just not for me. And if I'm going to spend all the money and the time and the hard work, I want to get on stage and have a good time with it. And I really love bikini, but I'm not at a space. Uh, not My body right now is just not made for bikini. I've put on a ton of muscle since I've competed in bikini, and I just don't think that I would be competitive. I, I would just be too muscular on stage. So I'm in that mm-hmm. space where I just don't know what the heck I'm going to do. But, you know, depending on where life takes me in the future, it's not out of the question to compete again. You know what, and I totally respect that answer and, you know, just keeping in consideration the categories and what the criteria is and knowing where you are at that in this phase and based on that information, totally respectable. So, and, you know, we've said oftentimes, Salem and I, you know, when it ceases to be fun, then don't do it. Yeah. I mean, and... You're still, uh, you know, kicking behind and taking names and powerlifting, and you're happy with it and active and fit and all of that great stuff. So I say, hey, keep doing what you're doing. Exactly. I do miss getting on stage. It is fun. I, I still follow all of the natural bodybuilding shows, which is why I basically followed Dan, um, Danica's journey, who couldn't call in tonight with a sick baby, because she was on stage, you know, at the WMBF Worlds, and I still watch all the girls. And, and guys, but more girls because I was up there with them. Um, but and I watched you. You're you are you competing again soon? I followed all your stuff in 2017. You looked phenomenal. Ah, thank oh. you. Um, oh, oh, are you talking to Kaylin? Sorry, Kaylin. <laughs> I'm coming. No, I was, I was, I was, I was I'm talking to the bikini girl over here. Unless yeah, I know. Yeah. Competing in bikini she now. <laughs> yes, I'm still I'm still in compete competing in bikini momentarily, but I think you know at some point I'm going to be in the same boat as you is that uh, that may not necessarily be an option for me anymore depending we'll see how the pro stage goes. Um but yes, I am looking to get back on the stage in May. Awesome. Amazing. Kaylin, how about you competing in bikini any senses? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> My booty pop ain't that good. It's nice, <laughs> but it ain't nothing to brag about. <laughs> oh, man. But, hey, we're hoping to see Kaylin on a stage this year. So, fingers oh, crossed. Oh, awesome. Fingers awesome. crossed there. 
So, awesome. um, so, so hey, I'm going to take us back a little bit to a couple yeah. of phone calls ago, and we have one of our listeners that's coming back in with a question about photo shoots. And, Melinda, I know you do quite a bit, or you have done um, – quite a few photo shoots, and this is probably something we all can weigh in on. But Brenda is wanting to know, what pictures are considered safe in a female photo shoot? When do you say when? Oh, that is a good one, and I think it really depends on your comfortability with, Mm -hmm. first of all, where those pictures are going to go. So just know that even if a trusted photographer, you never know. Once those pictures are taken there, they exist. So you have yep. to know that even if the photographer – and most photographers are pretty good about this, but not all of them. Once the photographer takes it, it is there. And even if they say, oh, if you don't choose it as one of your pictures that I edit, I won't do anything with it, you can never be sure that they're not going to do anything with it. So you need to know that it's out there. And are you okay with, let's say, children seeing, family seeing it, et cetera? And then really mm-hmm. how comfortable are you – with the photographer are you in a situation where you're best friends with the photographer and you don't mind like taking your shirt off and maybe covering yourself or being a little more exposed or are you in a situation where this is your first time with this photographer you don't know them very well and could this potentially put you in a dangerous situation if something was to happen there's like a lot of different things I bring some along uh 90% of my photo shoots with me but I haven't I would say those are my two factors when I'm thinking about it. What would you guys say? Um, I would I would totally agree with what you said. And in fact, I think you probably covered most of what I would say. I mean, a lot of it depends on you. Some women are more comfortable um, in their own skin than others are. So, you know, a lot of times I don't have a problem shooting in a bikini, but I'm also very clear up front that I don't shoot nude photos. I have no interest in that. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I think there are some very artistic things that can be done with a human body. That's just not happened to be an area that I have a comfort level with, so I don't. And I decline those yeah. opportunities. And Melinda's right. If it's a photographer you've never worked with before or you don't know very well, it's quite all right to take someone with you, um, you yeah. know, someone who can professional about it, stand in the background and you know what have you and not be disruptive to what's going on, but that is definitely okay, especially if you are traveling to, you know, a certain location that's maybe more scenic or out of the way. Um, you definitely don't want to go to those places by yourself if you are if you don't know that photographer very well. Um, and to her third point, you know, there it's just like a media interview. There's no such thing as off the record. Once it comes out of your mouth, it could show up anywhere in any context, and that's the same way with photos. So you just have to keep that in mind. But, I mean, if you are comfortable with a given scenario and you're, you know, proud of what it is that you've done, then, you know, that's there's no one, there's, there's no one who can tell you that it's a bad photo then. Um, but you know, do keep in mind who those are being shown to and what audiences are being shown to, but you know, that's strictly on you. Right. Well, you know, I I, I could jump in on that. There's uh, certain parts to it that you really have to be concerned about. And you guys both touched on it. There's just some bad people on this earth. And a lot of times they have a projected image that's not true. And uh, I like how both of you said, you know, research the person, Get some background on them. It, it ask qu- 
questions. I mean, I, I don't understand how people get silent when they should be asking any and everything because if this person is asking to see your all, you should be asking everything about him so you can know his all or her all. There, there's certain things that are just wrong from the beginning, and you can feel it. And if you feel that, if it's in your heart that something's not right, then go with that. Don't sit there and, and, and basically put yourself out there where you can be either, you know, damaged by your reputation or by, you know, a picture that wasn't supposed to be taking, taken that was. So, you know, there's all kinds of risks involved, but if you know what you're you're getting into, then that's fine. But if something is uh, presented in a certain way and then all of a sudden it changes halfway through, that's a problem. And and we need to be adults in adult situations, and, and that's something that – that has to be addressed because there's so many people that are being abused. And after seeing the underground of the the industry, it's quite frightening how people that were put in uh, situations and they didn't take the right person with them. They took basically a yes person instead of a, a good friend or a good person of support. So be mindful of all that. And, you know, good question. And thank you for asking. Definitely. Some of my favorite pictures are ones that I post. Just throw that one out there. I I have some amazing that I very trusted friend photographer. Nothing crazy, nothing pornographic, but pictures that I wouldn't feel comfortable putting on social media. And they're some of my favorite pictures that I ever took. And I hope and I wish I could post them, but just not in my moral morally okay with me to put on the internet. But you know, if if you're comfortable and go for it but again like just be aware of your surroundings and all the all the different factors that come into play. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. So before we get off the show here I am transitioning yeah. subjects a little bit. But I just want to say again, hats off to Melinda if all you guys didn't know, I know she's um surpassed the five thousand listener mark. So yay I know we hope to see that number still growing in 2018 so that's pretty awesome so thank you guys I wish I did I mean you guys are killing it right now you guys are like hot constant shows all the time I love it I'm like every other week but with life and everything else I have going on of course after I have Crystal on the show has four kids running multiple I'm like, damn, I could be doing shows that I'm not doing right now. But, um, <laughs> yeah, life just gets crazy. But I, I'm happy, and what I'd like to do is I'd rather have, like, given my time and what I have going on in my life, if I can do one quality show a month and that's the best, I would rather have, like, a high-quality show than just be trying to rush it just to get stuff out there. So it's been working. Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> apparently I've just lined Oh, because Robbie with that Facebook marketing thing, that's definitely happening next month. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, you got to get him back on. I need to know his secret. <laughs> he's got such he's a thing. He really is. He's got some amazing business type deals and that he's got going on. I talk forever about his stuff, but listen in to that one. I'll promote it once I set that. There awesome. you go. Awesome. Sure we're aware of it. <laughs> Well, well, thank you guys. I appreciate you having up hosting and getting some of your listeners to ask questions and live up the show a little bit. And 
I'm sorry for the issues that we had at the beginning. And for, that is the first time that I've had technical issues on my end. Not ever. us. Not us. <laughs> Not us. No, <laughs> we've had our fair share, that's for sure. Oh, but the, yeah, thanks for having us. I enjoyed Thank it, you. and I'm so happy that our listeners got a chance to be a part of your world as well. So I've I loved having all of that like come together. I love it. We'll have to do more together in 2018. Yeah, all right. All right. Well, have a good night, guys, and keep kicking ass with T4P Real Talk. <laughs> all right. Good night. What's up? Good night.